found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, here it is, a Tuesday, 18th day of July. We've got uh, another day in the making here, Matthew. Yes, we do. Another day. Another day. A little hazy again. Yeah, but we don't have an air quality alert. Yeah, not today. So, go figure. So, I don't know. Still tough to breathe out there. Yesterday, yeah, I was actually standing outside and thought I heard a cat. And it was actually me wheezing. Oh. Sounded like a cat. It was just looking around. It was me. Hmm. Well, nobody matched the Powerball winning numbers. Oh, boy. That now sends the lottery's estimated Wednesday jackpot to $1 billion. Oh, my gosh. $1 billion. <sighs> Cash payout estimated at $516.8 million. Surely somebody had these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> they look good. <laughs> 589. See, then that sounds like somebody to have those. Birthday months. Yeah. You know, 589. That's true. 17. Okay. Somebody turned 41. You. You will be. You would have picked forty-one because you're going to be forty-one. <laughs> I'll be I'll be forty-eight this year, but okay. Okay. <laughs> and the red <laughs> Powerball number twenty-one. Oh, that was my um, mom's birthday was on March twenty-first. All right. See, Dad's sprint car number when he raced was twenty-one. You would have picked it, and that would have been your red Powerball. And you and I, my friend, would be going to the bank. So let me see here. I'll be right there with you. The fifth month is May. Okay, yeah. Our daughter was born in May. Okay, so see. So eight. Do I have an eight? That'd be August. That coming up. So you're thinking next month's August. You'd probably pick that. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we were married in September. <laughs> there you go. The ninth yeah. month. Okay. My daughter just turned 17. There you go. And now uh, 41. Do I know yeah. 41? So you turned that seven years ago. <laughs> That's, that so. is true. <laughs> So, you know, and you'd have it. You would have had the money. And I'd be right there with you. I'd take care of you. <laughs> I'd be right there with you. I'm sure you'd take care of me. Now, it says the estimated uh, jackpot Monday was $900 million. Hmm. That ranked as the third largest in the game's history. In second place is a 2016 jackpot. That one was at $1.586 billion. The biggest... Was two point zero four billion. That was one just last year. We remember that. Oh yeah. We still have controversy on that. Yeah. That fellow says it was his and it was stolen and that guy's already bought a mansion. <laughs> he's already living the life. <laughs> the guy that ran the gas station, he's retired. <laughs> he, he took his one million and yep. skedaddled. You know, if you sell the winning ticket, that's just it. You're okay, let's pretend it's sold here in Logansport and let's pretend I bought it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just for kicks, okay? I bought that ticket. Mm-hmm. And let's say I bought it, uh, we'll pretend. I went to 18th Street Marathon. I go there quite often. Sure. All right. They'd get a million dollars. How about that? Wouldn't I be their hero? What do you think they'd do with that? Well, I don't know. You know maybe buy more marathons? Maybe. You know, I don't know. Maybe. But then I'm just you know, throwing that out. Of course, depending on where the next winning ticket sold, I'll have traveled there, as you well know. <laughs> You'll be fresh off yeah. a, a quick trip to wherever it's from. Seeing Uncle Buck. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I've not Man. bought one. 
in this whole deal, I've never bought I, one. You know, I'm, it's the same. Same for me. I Never going to win if I'm not playing. It's almost like I leave here and, yeah. and forget the lottery is a thing. Yeah. It's weird. I just never think about it. Yeah. And so I never buy a ticket. And then if I did, I'd probably think about it too much. If you think about it too much, you'll never win. And as you know, we, we let our gas gauge go to the very, very, yeah, you know, right. till it's yeah. breathing fumes. Yeah. So and we got that on our minds when we're in a Knuckleheads for that. <laughs> <laughs> we're ruining our engines. Okay. But, uh, uh, it's just, you always think you're going to get a lower price. Okay. Right. So you only put enough in to get you going. Because <laughs> you're thinking, surely it's going to go lower. Right. And of course it never does. Nope. I can't, uh, this has got to be a strange experience. A 10-year-old kid thrown from his seat while on a carnival ride at an Illinois community festival. Huntley Daniels was left with facial fractures and significant injuries to one of his legs after being flung from the Moby Dick ride he was on. It looks, it locks people in at the shoulders, then goes up and down on the speed increases. Okay, yeah. And, uh, it's called Moby Dick. He was thrown about 20 feet from the ride while it was moving at Antioch's Taste of Summer. Taste of Summer, 60 miles northwest of Chicago. That's near the Wisconsin border. Okay. You know where it is. I do. Video posted to TikTok sees other carnival goers and family members rushing to help the kid who laid motionless on the concrete after being tossed from the attraction. Now, who thinks you're ever going to fall off like that? But yeah, I do. You do. <laughs> I'm always thinking, okay? That's why I won't do anything risky. <laughs> right. The ride, Moby Dick, was inspected this year and given a state permit. Antioch Mayor Scott Gardner then shut down all the rides. All the mayor ruined it for everyone. He shut down them all. Did he walk through there with his little, like, shirt sleeves rolled up? <laughs> Wearing shut him down. Wearing super blue blue jeans. Yes. <laughs> shut 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 him down. <laughs> All of them. The local police chief said his department would investigate for any reckless or negligent acts that could have contributed to the incident. They've got a GoFundMe page set up to help the family with medical expenses. Man, that's scary. It is. It is I mean, really scary. I mean, who really thinks you're ever going to get flopped out of something like that? Right. I mean, I always feel like I'm going to get flopped out when I do stuff, mm-hmm. but fortunately for me, I, I always feel like on the, uh, what's it called? The, oh, it goes around and around, and they they all tilt-a-whirl. Yeah. I always felt like I was going to get thrown up that because it just starts spinning. Well, you're, you're you know? in it's, a pretty com- confined space. Well, yeah, but, you know, the only time I ride it's with my sister. She suckers me on stuff. Okay. <laughs> Even at my age now, she'd sucker me on something. Okay. I, I still fall for it. Right. But, you know, and I was fine the last time I rode the thing. It was going pretty. I'm thinking, man, this ain't bad. And then at the very end, it starts right oh, going. It, just, it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. The very end of the ride, and mm-hmm. it just kept going and going. And it was like, even she was feeling a bit ill. Oh, boy. But I, uh, I survived it. Now, the other day, we had the story about Millennium Force and the duck that was yes. wedged in there. And so I showed you video yes. of what that roller coaster that, Yeah, I, there's no way. That thing is just terrible. It's huge. And, I, you know, it's, what's it take, a minute maybe? I don't know how long the ride is. But 
That'd be one minute of terror for me. It'd just be, <laughs> I'd be black and blue. I'm not sure how long the, the whole ride is. It's it's longer than a minute. Okay. But, but I mean, it's just. Yeah. That first drop is just is never incredible. Yeah. You know, I'm bad enough on the log flume. And that's not a big drop, really. <laughs> that used to, the, the log, <laughs> that, that ride always freaked me out because you just sit there. You know, there's oh, no. it's calm. You're going yeah. around, you know. <laughs> That's my kind of ride, you know. <laughs> well, we're floating along, and then <laughs> it's like, relaxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, bam! You know, you're <laughs> there's no restraint. There's no, you know, you just hold yourself in. <laughs> and I'm sure if they ever took the picture of me going down it, it'd be yeah, terror. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I bury my head in the guy in front of me. I think ah. when I go down, I they never get in my face. <laughs> okay. <it's, laughs> Plus, you know, you think you're going to get uh, covered in water, you know. So. Right. It is uh, 631. We'll take a break. We got another problem at Jellystone. Uh-oh. Okay. We've had a lot of Yellowstone stories this year. Another one. And it's not good news for a lady. All right. So oh, oh, boy. We'll have that as we come back. And more tidbits coming up. This is Tidbits. <laughs> got some interesting information about carnival rides yeah so we were just talking about the kid that was flung from one yeah moby dick illinois yeah in antioch yeah that's correct you're the wisconsin border that's right yeah. you know him you're familiar with it well i have a cousin that works in the uh, awning factory there so <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't um so i i got a message from my my buddy rob who um threw this in the carnival was one of my first jobs when I was 18, worked the Cass County Fair in 2002. We were trained if the pen has a hole and a key in it just for safety, even if the pen doesn't have a significant reason, it still needs to be locked in. Okay. Now, this went over your shoulders, evidently, from the story. Right. And again, you don't know how, you know, and they always have the size requirements. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know, but he was 10, so you would think he was pretty small. Yeah. You know? Pretty small Pretty for small. 10. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, we wish the kid well. I mean, it's terrible, you know. That you just don't think about that. Yeah. Well, I do, but most people don't. But uh, more bad news from Jellystone. Hmm. Uh, bison gored a 47-year-old Arizona woman yesterday in uh, the National Park in Wyoming, leaving her with significant injuries to her chest and abdomen. So it got her good. Man. Park officials said the woman was walking with another person in a field. And again, what are you doing? Okay. You're just out in a field near the Lake Lodge cabins on Yellowstone's North Shore Lake when they saw two bison. All right. They see two. They turned to walk away from the bison. But then one of them charged and gored the woman. It's just. Man. A helicopter took her to a hospital in Idaho. Details about her condition weren't available, and the incident remains under investigation. Again, if you go there, you've really got to watch where you're going. Yeah. Yellowstone was home to about 5,900 bison in the summer of last year. 
And, you know, every year they have uh, calves. And so that population's growing. Mm-hmm. Yellowstone visitors should stay. Okay, here we go again. More than 25 yards from bison <laughs> and other large Not animals. Not feet, yards. Yes. Bison can become more agitated more quickly during their mating season. So, see, they caught them in the middle of doing some whoopee, probably, ah, out there in the field. Yeah, probably. The bison, which uh, fails. Uh, the, basically, the mating season is from mid-July, so about now through mid-August, and can run three times faster than humans. So you better so have some wheels. Out, yeah, you're not going to outrun it. Your goal at this point, lady, yes. is to be faster than the other person. <laughs> okay? That's your goal. Okay? <laughs> you're not going to beat the bison. Uh, but yeah. you want to get... But you can beat the person. <laughs> you got to have a quick head start. Man. I just can't imagine. And how close were they when they spotted them? Surely they saw them before they got too close, didn't they? Is it, uh, you would think so. I mean, you know, you're in a field. Right. Okay. Right. I don't I don't know, but again, I don't want to be within two hundred and fifty yards of them. You know, it's like I don't want to get within twenty five yards of a bison, do you? Twenty five yards isn't that great. Um that's two and a half first downs. Okay. And <laughs> for you football lovers, two and a half, two and a half first, first downs. That's a great point. Yeah, it's two and a half first downs, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's it's almost in the red zone. Yes. And you better have blazing speed. You've got a 25-yard head start. Okay? Uh, yeah. yeah. What's your options if you're out in the middle of a field? What do you do? What do you what do? What do you do? Because, you know, the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. Because I want to know, is there is there anything? Or is it just flat open? Are there any sort of trees, shrubbery? Anything that what you can do you do? dive behind, you know what I mean? Do you just fall and hope that for the best? Oh, I think. I'm... Now, is a bison like a bull? Is it just going to narf you on the ground like they do the bullfighters? <laughs> now, those bullfighters deserve it. Well, they, they okay, really do. You know. Yeah, because they're over there stabbing yeah. it. And, yeah. But this bison, I mean, are they like that? They've got big woolly heads. Okay. Wouldn't your body fit between those two horns, depending on the large width of the head? Uh, you would think so. Okay. But, I, you know, I don't know. You're not going to outrun it, so do you play down, play dead? You know, do they fall <laughs> for that? Or do you act bigger than yourself like a bear and just start... <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Okay. We don't know how to handle the situation. So Matthew is doing some research. <laughs> We've heard when it comes to bears, you try to make yourself look bigger. Right. Okay. But, uh, you know, playing dead sometimes may help, <laughs> you know, at possums. You know, that's what their their trait is. They that's get, true. You know, they just play dead. Yeah. They get that. <laughs> <laughs> that face. <laughs> I'd have that face <laughs> if I were being charged by a bison. Right. I just can't imagine. Okay, so All I'm right, looking at it. I'm looking at it. Is there any self-defense? Jeez, <laughs> oh, man. To uh, a bison attack. We'll call it a bison attack from uh, the mating season. What did it say it was by the north, north, north yeah, show? By the shore of the lake there. There's a lake. There's nothing there. So I mean, okay. there's, there's so it's some, wide open. It's it's fairly wide open. Are you close enough to the lake to run and dive in it? The Man, that's a good question. Okay. Okay, so All right, so look, all right here we go. Here's that. That's the area. Okay, that's, yeah. That's Flatlands. That, that shows where she was nailed, right? Is that no, it? That, that's no, that's just... Okay. <laughs> 
I thought the red yeah, spot. Yeah, no, I, I, I got to I pinpointed exactly. <laughs> In my two minutes of investigative work, I was able to pinpoint She's exactly. She's nailed right there. <laughs> and after your gourd, does it leave you alone? I mean, right? Does it do its thing? And yeah. So I, you know, I don't, I don't know. know. You know, there aren't that many people in the world that can tell you what happens when you're gourd. That's true. Bullfighters. But I'm not really you know. willing to look up gourd stuff you know what yeah. I mean? i'm not i'm not willing to go down that road i mean in the abdomen and chest yeah so she took it right on. i mean yeah she got to be it probably i mean went in yeah. and came oh, out oh I mean, my goodness yeah oh, gee whiz. yeah i mean you think about it it's so she good. must have turned back toward it yeah she's probably trying to look big yeah I, that didn't work out probably not a good idea i, I would have just throw i'd rather be trampled okay than gourd yeah but see i think even does <laughs> can it like lower its I, well head that's still, what i'm thinking like a bowl yeah still just you Gosh. Narf you all over the place. Those bowls, they you know, they rough you up. Okay? It's just, I don't know. But uh, I, I wouldn't be within 25 yards. That's still too close to me. You know, that's, that's uh, two and a half uh, first downs, and that's just not quite enough space. Right. These old legs don't spin like they used to. No. <laughs> Same. I just, uh, I can't imagine. So Matt's still uh, doing a little research, but uh, we'll move on. Yeah, I mean, we can move on. Because it is back to school time, really, if you think about it. Just a few weeks. Yeah, we talked about we need to go back to school shopping. We need to... See, that's... 58% of parents are looking forward to their upcoming school year. 66% are anticipating it'll be better than last year. Wow. On average, parents are setting aside 225 bucks for back to school shopping. That's what they're averaging. Although half are concerned about affording the school supplies they'd like to buy for their kid. Another 5% of parents anticipate they'll do all their back-to-school shopping online. 95% plan to shop both online and in stores. Don't you have to, if you're a kid especially, and you want a particular notebook, okay? (laughs) You want to see if it's really what you want. Does it really have the stickers? Does Mm -hmm. it, you know... You're going to want something with stickers. There is that. Keep you occupied while you're not paying attention in class. There you go. Okay. You can put stickers on your thumb. If, if, you, if you kids want to know how to slough off in school, you come see old Dale. I can okay. <laughs> well, teach you all the, uh, all the ins and outs of looking busy but not doing anything. Trust me, I've watched yeah. him do it for 24 years now. <laughs> I've got it down pat, kids. <laughs> now, the teachers, this is the deal. They plan to spend 320 bucks of their own money to set up their classroom because they don't really get supplies much. You yeah. know, they got to do their own thing. Yeah. And uh, said their classroom's priority needs are basic supplies, notebooks, pencils. So you're always supposed to have. Why do they make anything other than a number two? Okay, because that's all they ever want you to have, a number two pencil. Okay. <laughs> Not a number well, there, one. There's various grades of well, pencils. Well, I know. Like if you're, especially in art. Because I know? think one's pretty light. Yeah. You're going to have a dark, you know. Yeah. And again, don't make it pinpoint sharp. It's just going to snap off. Okay? <laughs> I, I always, okay, so when I was in school, I made the jump to mechanical pencils. Okay. And those were great. I so the those. ones that you just twist out the lid. Where you went, and it, okay. you know, love those. But then when you be caught without lead. Sometimes, yeah, occasionally. You are, you're out. Now what do you do? Well, you, you 
load then some do, more in there. You bother your neighbor and get in trouble. They go bother people. <laughs> or do you go to the teacher who just dropped three hundred and twenty bucks for you? Actually, when you're that age, you don't ask. You hey, give me a pencil. <laughs> And that's the way Matt used to sound when I first met him. <laughs> He's grown. Hey, give me a pencil. So anyway, the uh, teachers spend quite a bit. It used to be, you know, you do they still make you bring tissue and yeah, okay, I think I so. Don't. Yeah, I mean, probably for the younger classes. Yeah, for sure. I remember when I was when I was in school and I discovered <laughs> they started making spiral bound notebooks, but the spiral was on top. Okay. Okay. Well, it was great. I mean, now, that, why was that was great? a game shit because I'm left-handed. Oh. And you don't realize oh, yeah. because you're right-handed yeah, yeah. how annoying it is to have that spiral yeah. on. There it would be in your way. Yeah. And so when they when they came out with those, oh, my gosh, it was the best. Now, I told you the story. And, you know, I'll remind our audience in case, you know, we've picked up many audience members through the years. That's true. But I never went to kindergarten. Okay? It was not an, you know, it was not unheard of back in the day. You didn't necessarily go. Well, we can tell. So I, so I started first grade, but again, I'm at home. Yeah, and I'm learning all these things at home before I ever go to school. Right. I'm used to sharp scissors. I'm used to them. Okay. I'm used to regular size crayons. Right. And back in the day, for whatever reason, and I don't know if they do it today. Right. You got to school, and there's these dull little scissors. Yes. And then these great big everything's crayons. jumbo size. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't know. You got little bitty hands. Yeah. Do they still do that? I, I don't think so. It doesn't make sense. I don't think so. Um, I, I'm pretty sure crayons are now just all normal size. Anyway, it probably it probably benefits the kids to learn how to. Just, I just don't because you know. they're too. You can't stay in the lines with a big fat crayon. No. It was just challenging for me to go. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm. They thought I wasn't all there because I couldn't operate these things. <laughs> I'm used to you know. Yeah. Give yeah. me some sharp scissors. You know, yeah. I'm not going to poke you. Okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to poke you. So it's like, you know. I may cut your hair off, but I'm not going to poke you. <laughs> so they had great concerns about my intellect. I'm sure. And, you know, that, that hurts my feelings, man. Well, and, you that's know, okay. I was an exceptional child. I know. You're an exceptional adult. <laughs> I remember, you know, I vividly remember being in a kindergarten and coloring, and the teacher would come over and take the crown out oh, of my hand, put it in my right oh, hand. Oh, I see, yeah. Let's try this hand, Matt. Felt <laughs> stupid, you know what I mean? I felt terrible. I put it back. But I don't it's like, think they do that anymore. But yeah, no, they yeah. don't. Um, but uh, but we had we had no left-handed scissors. Yeah, because so I had to some learn, of those. I had to learn how to. Now today, I use my right-handed. See, isn't that weird? So I'm 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 very much ambidextrous. You're bihandual. Yeah, very yeah. much. So. I call it bihandual. And uh, you know, it's. Uh, but I've seen little kids too use both hands. You know, and then you're wondering, which one are you going to pick? Yeah. And then I'm thinking, maybe, you know, I'll get a hold of this kid. They'll become a major league pitcher that can throw either arm. <laughs> and I'll have quite a jackpot. <laughs> I'll get a hold of this kid. <laughs> Teach him the ins and outs of pitching. But, you know, it's just, you right. watch some of them, they use both hands. And Our daughter is, is hardcore left-handed. Okay. I so. mean, hardcore left-handed. And... um and our son, he's right-handed, but wow. he shows some. He shows a little bit of ambidextrous okay. t- tendencies. Not a lot, but there's, right. there's occasionally he's doing stuff left-handed. And so you know, it's it's nice to be able to do that because let's say you break your your right arm, mm-hmm. it would certainly help if you, you yeah. Know, 
could do that. Can you write your name with both hands? So, um, <laughs> years ago, do you see this right here? Yeah. Say, oh, that's terrible. I cut my hand really, oh, really bad. At, my look left at that, hand. folks. And uh, I know, like, I want to say it was like forty-six stitches here. No kidding. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. It was bad. So I, I couldn't use my left hand for six, seven, eight, nine weeks, something like no kidding, that. Yeah. So I had to learn how to like, like write with my right hand and yeah. all that stuff. I was in radio at the time, so we had to still sign our our like oh, transmitter yeah. logs yeah, oh, yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Did you do well? Probably not. But <laughs> it probably. Why do you have a third grader working here? What's the? <laughs> hey, you're above me. I just put story? an X. <laughs> sign your X. So there you go. Some tidbits, Matthew, on a Tuesday. All right. So uh, did we talk about anything important today? Not really. Okay. We talk about Goring Jellystone. Yeah, yeah, we did that Powerball. Yeah. And that's about it. All right. And then school. Back to school. Okay. So. Covered it all. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.